Hey there, I'm a little late today, but I am going to get it done. So here we go. This is 633 Podcast, and this is your Wednesday wake up, or honestly, it's 10.30 p.m. tonight, so maybe it's your Wednesday good night. I don't know, but we're still doing this. So this is wake up, and my hope is that my stories, my experiences, the wind words that have blown my way will spur the believer in you to wake up and believe for more because there's always more and it's such an exciting life. And I hope you'll stay tuned for Friday's Checkmate with Sharon as she discusses the many ways that we get stuck in life and she shares from her training and her tips and tools with how to help us get unstuck. And of course, we have our Monday's episodes that Sharon McComb, Certified Life Coach, and me, Kimberly Bellrose, Faith Coach, we team up to spur the believer in you to wake up as we discuss the different ways that the profession of coaching helps anyone with anything as we testify that coaching works. So today, I'm going to talk about We Are the Same But Different. That's the title of a wind word that I've wrote and If you're new here and want to know what a wind word is, this is my blog. These are my stories, the testimonies, the experiences, the things that I've seen and believe that God has led me through my life to transform me from who I was to who I am. And he's not finished yet. I'm a work in progress, honey. And so I got this name, Wind Words, from the book of Revelations, chapter 2, verse 7 of the Message Bible, because yes, God has my face in the Message Bible. I'm not trying to convince the world that you should use it. I'm saying that I have to be obedient to what he's telling me, and that's where I am. So, again, Revelations chapter 2, verse 7. And this is what it says. Are your ears awake? Listen to the wind words. The Spirit is blowing. So, my blog is often about the words or the visions or the experience that, is, that have blown my way. And, and I, just, I just pour them out. I just want you to know what it is. I am not a theolo- theolo- See, I can't even say the word, people. You know, I'm not one of those people. I haven't been to Bible college. I have read my word. You know, I'm just a very simple, normal, average person that for some reason, weird stuff happens to me. And I know that I know that it's my God. And it's because of what my Jesus done for me. And it's because I made a choice 
to live for him and no longer for Kimberly. And that's often what I talk about. So, back to the wind words. Every episode I try to share one of my wind words. And this one, like I said, we are the same but different. So here's how it goes. Today I'm reminded of expectations and I want to make my clear. As I sat on my porch in my rocker to sit in the sun and in the sun, S-O-N, with my Bible and journal on my lap, I listened to the birds singing and flitting back and forth to my feeder as I watched my two cats enjoy Gaga's garden. Yes, I'm the Lady Gaga of the Bruce Peninsula. That is what two of my grandkids call me, and I love it. So, as I breathed in the fresh air and the presence of God, my heart felt what the Grinch must have when his heart grew in sizes and filled up with love, joy, contentment, and faith for my day. Father, I praise you, and I ask for a word today. Where do I read? Hugging my Bible to my chest, I heard Ephesians 4. This doesn't always happen, but when it does, I'm excited. Opening my Bible to read with pen in hand, because yes, I mark my Bible when something catches my heart, and here it is from the message. Chapter 4, starting at verse 1. In light of all this, here's what I want you to do. While I'm locked up here, a prisoner for the master, I want you to get out there and walk. Better yet, run on the road God called you to travel. I don't want any of you sitting around on your hands. I don't want any of you strolling off down some path that goes nowhere. And mark that you do this with humility and discipline, not in fits and starts, but steadily pouring yourselves out for each other in acts of love, alert at noticing differences, and quick at mending fences. You were all called to travel on the same road and in the same direction, so stay together, both outwardly and inwardly. You have one master, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who rules over all, works through all, and is present in all. Everything you are and think and do is permeated with oneness. But that doesn't mean you should all look and speak and act the same. Out of the generosity of Christ, each of us is given his own gift. Now I always conclude my when words with our wake up. And this is what I wrote. When I share, when I write, when I say to you all that my passion is for our believer to wake up and believe for more, I do not mean that you should turn into me. This must be clear that I do not expect that you should have visions, dreams, and experiences like me. 
Maybe you will, or maybe you already do. But God designed me to be me and you to be you. We are created and purposed to be different. I did not choose that God speaks to me in the way that God speaks to me. But he does. And it's taken me so very many years to believe that he does. I used to, um, you know, I went to, when I got saved, I went to a very small church. My church is still a very small church. And there was a, a few elderly people in the back rows of my church. You know, and every single Sunday, every single Bible study, every single prayer meeting, I can remember, you know, these two or three ladies, and they always sat in the same seat. And they had probably been there for many years before I ever arrived on the scene. The pastor had been in the community for many years, many years, like, you know, 50. And there was a contentment in the people. And when I got saved... Why is it that I didn't have a contentment? And I'm not saying that I'm not content in the love of God or the word of God or or the church, but I'm saying, people, that I have always had a hunger for more. It doesn't matter how many strange experiences I've had, how many visions, how many words I've had. And there's been, you know, what I call my dry spells too. You know, there can be weeks and months and and I've got nothing but my repetitive prayers, my reading of the word, maybe reading a devotional and you know, nothing funky happens. I might not have any words blow my way. And I might not have a vision. Why is there a dry spell? I'm not sure. Maybe it's to test my faith. Maybe it's to draw me closer to the one who provides them. Maybe it is... I am not taking the time to connect, to plug in, to fill up. I'm not sure. And maybe every time that there's a dry spell, it's a different reason. But then there's seasons that blow my mind. You know, I don't know how to explain that. One year in particular, I remember it was 2006. And for whatever reason, I had had a burden on my heart. And for day after day after day, all I could pray was, God, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. My my heart had read a scripture that says that Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing, and he only said what he heard. And 
I wanted to see. I wanted to see so badly. And I am not kidding people. For weeks, I could not pray any words other than I would weep. I want to see. I want to see. And then there was a suddenly, and I went through a period of time for most of that year that visions and words were so quick that I could not keep up with recording them. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but there were there were days where I would have 20 visions in a day and, and, and words, I, you know, I would be doing my dishes and I'd be like, Oh wow. Oh wow. And, and they were like popcorn kernels popping in my life. And it was unbelievable. But then there were another season where, you know, it was a year that I had recovered from something and uh yeah another time i was i was closed that's all i can tell you is that i had gone through a time of deception and i'm going to tell you right now that when you're being deceived no one can convince you that you're being deceived because you think you're right because guess what <laughs> you're being deceived you don't know it and I went through a period of time where that had happened to me in my Christian walk. And I shut myself down. I would not allow myself to believe that God could even talk to people again. Or that he could have visions. Or that he maybe even heard my prayers. I was really shut off. I was wounded and hurt. But God is faithful and he never let me go. And we recovered. And I know that I know. I, my heart cries for all those believers out there. All those people who call themselves Christians. Who, who are believing. And those who don't. My heart breaks even more if you are listening to this podcast. And you don't know Jesus has died for you and your sins. Not for the whole world, but for those whose eyes are opened and receive him as Savior. I'm not saying that that's not for everybody in the whole world. But I am saying that it is a personal decision. It is a personal thing that has to happen. I've said before in my podcast that, you know, you believe in God, great. You believe in Jesus, fantastic. You believe in the Holy Spirit, that's good too. But so do the demons believe that. So we need to make a, a specific decision and then begins a journey of discovering who you are. God designed you to be you and me to be me. What does that look like? How does he speak to you? 
because I am absolutely confident that he does speak to you. He speaks to you through the things that you see in the world around you. He speaks to you through those um, thoughts that come into your heart and your mind. He speaks to you with the tugs, the conviction, those feelings of, "Uh uh-oh, I shouldn't have done that. There's so many ways that he speaks to every one of us, and we just need to pay attention. That's something that he always tells me, is pay attention. So God has designed you, and he has been taking you through a journey of your life to this very moment that you are listening to this podcast And if you were to write down some of the experiences that you've had, I've heard it said before that your tests will be your testimony. You know, the story that he has created in you is your story for the world. Your education, your experiences, your surroundings, He has designed you. He has prepared you. And he will continue. And we're going to be absolutely an amazing body of Christ when we walk this way that we recognize that we all do not need to look and speak and act the same that out of the generosity of Christ, he has given us each a gift and that we are to get out there. We're to walk and better yet, we're to run on the road that God has called each of us to travel. We're going in the same direction, right to the kingdom. We are of the same body, whether you live in my little town in Ontario or you live in Africa, India, Germany, the United States. It doesn't matter. We're going to the same destination and we're the same body and we will walk together. So I thank you. I bless you for being here. I bless you for sharing I bless you for leaving uh, positive comments with us. And, you know, go to our websites. My website is www.633-wakeup.com. And you can find Sharon McComb, Certified Life Coach, at www.wildflowerwomen.com. You can email either one of us. You can reach out to us. You can go to my website and sign up for my free blog. Um, You know, we just want to be there for you. We want to encourage you to believe for more because it doesn't matter where you are. doesn't matter where you've been. There's always more. So until next time, Be blessed and be a blessing.